Yeah, you know, uh, yesterday was really good. I think uh, both teams got uh, what they wanted out of the practice, which is good work. Um, and, um, you know, you want the same thing today. You know, the pads are off, but doesn't mean you can't practice fast and and um, and still get some still get some good work in. So that's uh, that's the goal. You know, obviously these two days and and really, I think too for the guys, get them out of get them out of our place and get them somewhere somewhere else, somewhere new and you know, practice against some different looks, you know, offensively, defensively, and and uh, our guys have handled it well. Kevin Lloyd finally on the field. What did you think about his first training camp practice? Yeah, it was good to see him out there, you know, and uh, as we've talked, we, we try to increase his reps each day, and hopefully he'll get a few more today. And, you know, I, I would say this, it's, uh, uh, you, you can see the, the nerves and the jitter, the jitterbugs, you know, floating around in him a little bit out there, but he settled in, uh, had a nice practice, uh, you know, good to see him. Good to see him back out there. What did you see out of the right tackles yesterday? Where do you stand there? Yeah, you know, I think uh, another big day for him today. Uh, you know, Jawan is really, um, I think he's played consistent, played well. You know, Walker's right there with him. I mean, it's a, it's still, it's still a little bit of a competition. I think both of them have done, done some really good things. Um, uh, this game, you know, we'll see. You know, how much time each one plays, but. Um, you know, we got to make a decision soon because we're getting ready for you know for week one. Get some time probably on Saturday. It's possible. Okay. Yeah, it's possible. Is Devin going to be getting time on Saturday? He should. You know, if there's barring any setbacks, we'd like to see him possibly the first quarter. Also, uh, at, at left guard, Ben Barch, um, Tyler Shatley. How has that competition been going? And is Barch going to play on Saturday too? Yeah, you know, haven't made that decision yet as far as play time. But um, you know, Barch has done well there. You know, he settled in. Over at left guard, Shatley's done a nice job as well. But one thing with Shat is he can he can move back to center if we need to. It gives us a little versatility there. James Robinson very involved yesterday and still has the kind of non-contact jersey on. But there was some contact there. Yeah, I, I was like, supposed to be non-contact. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like what you saw from him out on the field? And is he getting closer to where you'd feel comfortable rolling him out there in week one? Yeah, he was he was impressive from the standpoint of of hitting his landmarks. You know, from the backfield. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I get to stand behind the offense, so I get to see kind of the vision of the running back a little bit. And I and, uh, thought, he, thought he did a good job of, of being patient. Um, you know, when the hole opened up, he was able to, to burst through it and, and, and accelerate. And, and it really looks like he's been out there several weeks now, you know, quite honestly. Um, and he's another one that's been excited to, to get back out on the field uh, himself. So uh, hopefully the uh, yellow jersey will come off soon. You get to talk to Trayvon today. What impressions have he has he made on you at camp, and have you told him anything about having so much pressure on him being the number one overall pick and dealing with that? As far as the pressure goes, I just tell him to just be himself. You know, it's going to come with the territory. He understands it. Just embrace it. Um, you know, it's part of being being the overall pick, right? And and um, he, he's just you know other than a quarterback. You know, so uh, he, he he's handled that extremely well. But he you know the thing is. He loves ball. He, he just wants to be on the field and he wants to practice. He loves practicing. He loves being around his teammates. You know, love his athleticism, who he is as a person, hard worker. You know, and those are the things that we felt like, you know, when, when we, uh, in the pre-draft process, that we were, you know, kind of spot on with, with him, with the people we talked to. And, and uh, we've just been excited with him, you know, um, and looking forward to the regular season with him, you know, this whole training camp. Red zone offense has kind of been a struggle on and off throughout camp. The first period yesterday, they started strong, kind of 
filtered off toward the end of the second period much better, though. Do you like what you saw from the guys yesterday in the red zone, and were there any changes you, or tweaks you kind of made between that first go and that second go? Yeah, you know, and again, with Atlanta, too, it's you see a little different style of defense than our own down there, so that was good to see, you know, and, and good to make corrections. In fact, uh, in our seven-on-seven portion of practice we were inside the five yard line and they had nine guys on defense over there so it just tells you it's a different style you know there's a lot of guys in coverage and you know it's just good looks for us but you know it's going to be that way we're going to get some they're going to get some it's good work uh you know get our stuff on film so we can make corrections Doug, i imagine you were in a position where the final preseason game mattered very much as a player do you talk to these guys at all about that I, you know it, it meant a lot for me when i played mm-hmm. you know because i was the guy playing in it and, um, you know, that's, that's my message to, to the guys that are going to play, you know, honestly, the guys that get opportunities because it's really it, – it, it's – I don't want to say it's the end of the road because there's 31 teams looking at, at, these, at these rosters. And, and um, you know, it, it can be put your best foot forward. You know, it may not be with the Jaguars. It may be somewhere else. And, and uh, that's the encouraging part for me is just, you know, the motivating factor, I guess, is – it's just allowing them to go out and play and, and just relax and have fun, do their job. And, and um, you know, they're trying to make our team, you know, but, but other teams are looking as well. How tough is making those final cuts on you as a coach? It's hard. It's the hardest part of our business, you know. Um, you know, trying to get down from 80 to 53, it's a lot of guys, you know, and you're, you're affecting a lot, of, a lot of lives, you know. I was one of those guys, you know, six different times released in this league and, and um, but again, you know, it's not that, you know, their hopes and dreams are over. It's just just maybe they have to go somewhere else. And then, you know, you got practice squad with the increased practice squad rosters now and, and the ability to keep some veteran players there um, really helps, you know, keep more more athletes, more football players. How does that increased practice squad kind of play into as you're kind of deciding those last like 10 roster spots? So you look at a guy and say, well, we might be able to kind of put him over here now. It's hard to put them over there because you got to release them for you know a period of time. You know if you're going to do that, and you just hope they they clear you know the waivers, you can bring them back. I mean that's the that's the nature of the beast. Every every team's going to go. Man, we got these last five to eight guys that we definitely like, want to keep, but there's a bunch of teams looking at them too. So um, you know it, it's tough, but but you know, listen, um, you know I, I hope they get picked up. Quite honestly, we'd love to keep them, but I hope they get to, you know, to an active roster somewhere or, or even to a practice squad somewhere. Um, it means that they, they did enough to, to warrant a job. Coach, uh, been playing for you all since coming over from the land? Great. <laughs> oh. Um, you know, help you all out over there. Um, I'll tell you this: his leadership, number one, um, by the way he by the way he handles his business on and off the field. He's a tremendous leader off the field in the locker room with the guys, and fit in right away. Hard worker. You know, those are the things that the guys see and they want out of your middle linebacker, the guy that's making all the calls, and and uh, he's just been a great addition to us. And then you know, I was there for a couple of those six cuts in Green Bay. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a few up there, a few in South Florida. So I've been around a while. Yeah, no doubt, me too. Doug, you're one of a handful of teams, you and Atlanta both, that are doing two of these joint practices. Have you seen the value of them post-script? I mean, did you change your identity or your priority from joint one to joint two? How did this it work This is our you? first. We only did one. Yeah, yeah, we've done one. 
Um, I'll tell you this. I, I've done them before in my past. I, I really like them. You know, I really like them. And, and, and it's a matter of just, I think, the head coaches getting together, communicating a little bit of philosophy and what we're trying to get done. And, and that's what Coach Smith and I did and, and, uh, and how we communicate with our football team and, and what we're trying to get accomplished in, in, in a couple of days. And, and I think you saw it yesterday. There was, some, there was some really good work being done. There were some, you know, there were some collisions. There were, there were all the things you want from a practice, but just we didn't have all the extracurricular. And, and that's, again, it's a credit to the players, you know, for, for owning that. And, and um, you know, I, I've learned from the first two that I've been a part of, you know, um, and, and you, you, learn, you learn from that. And I, I think the Falcons learned from last week, you know, with the Jets, and, and um, they've been really good for us. Those conversations, how much do you say, okay, hey, let's pick up, show a certain look and things like that? Or you just kind of let team scheme on each side of what they do? We, you know, one of the things, I stay away from blitz, team blitz periods, um, because it just, it, it, it tends to get ramped up a little bit and it's non, I don't want to say it's realistic, but it's, if, if 10 plays are all blitz, I mean, everybody kind of knows what's happening, right? I would rather them blitz during the course of a team period. Yeah, in the 11 on 11 drill. So, you know, but we know that we got to stay off the quarterbacks. There's no cutting. There's, you know, we're protecting both teams, but at the same time, you know, we're trying to get that work done. I want to see a running back pick up a, a linebacker in the middle, you know, coming through the A gap or, um, you know, Luke Fortner drive back on a, on, a, on a looping end or something like that. You want to see that kind of stuff on tape and, and, uh, and still get that good work in. As far as Devin is concerned, he started out, you know, before camp as a starter. How much of a climb does he sort of have to make uh, to get back into that position? Well, I mean, the, that's why these practices here and next week are going to be important to him, you know, and, and um, there was a lot of lost time, you know, um, reps on the field that Chad got, and, and Chad's better for it, which is good for us too, you know. But, listen, we're, we're fortunate to have both of those guys uh, here with us, and, uh, you know, it, we just got to do our job as coaches to make sure that, that Devin's caught up to speed and, and, and he's prepared mentally and physically, you know, for, for what he's about to face. To that end, like, what have you seen from Chad to, to make you confident in that if he has to go in there week one as a starter? You know, Chad's really, uh, really kind of slowed. The, the game has kind of slowed down for Chad. He's starting to see things quicker, you know, make uh, more of those in, instinctive linebacker type moves. Um, and, and that's what you got to see. And that just comes from playing and being out there. And that's what he's done. And, and that's what we now have to get Devin caught up and, and doing. Cole's now got one practice under his belt with you guys. Did you like what you saw from him now that you've seen him on the field firsthand? And does he have a chance to kind of make a late push in that left guard battle maybe? He, uh, yeah, he did some nice things. I mean, he basically got him here, you know, uh, what? When did we fly up here? Tuesday. You know, he got here late Tuesday night, physical yesterday morning. He got a cram cram session with the offense, you know, uh, and we throw him out there. So here you go. Good luck. Welcome to Jacksonville. Now, I tell you this, though, he, he's handled it extremely well. Um, smart guy. He's sharp. He was able to pick up a lot of things. And listen, he, he you know, when Tyler Shatley's playing next to him at center, there's a lot of great communication. Tyler's a veteran. He's a pro. He understands what's going on. You know, and, and, you know, that's what you need, right, out of those guys. And, and they just help each other. And, and yeah, I think, I think he'll be able to compete, you know, possibly for a spot. And, and um, you know, we'll see today and next week and, and where it un unfolds. When you're looking at a guy for, who's going to maybe make a position switch, whether it's like kind of what Jamal Agnew did or, or other guys, what do you look for as a coach to say, all right, I want to at least go down this road? 
That might take uh, longer than a 30-second answer. Um, not really. Um, you know, I, I think I think you have to look at the best interest of the player. Number one, the position that he might be currently in, and and is he his skill set, his, his ability to do certain things. Um, I think about Jamal, you know, as, as, a, as a former defensive back and, and transferring over to being a, you know, receiver, kind of that hybrid type runner. And, you know, the player obviously has to embrace any kind of switch. You got to have great conversation with them, be open with them and have that dialogue, I think. But, you know, there's a skill set that, that somebody possesses that, you know, you go, hey, I think, I think this will be a better spot for you. You know, this is how you can help our football team. And then for him, too, it's special teams, right, returning. Um, but it, it, it's, it's a little bit of a process, you know. And if you're going to do those moves, you don't do them, you know, week two or three of the regular season. You do them in the offseason, right, when you give, give these guys a chance to, to make that switch. And I thought and have thought that, especially in Jamal's case, that he's, he's handled that really well and he's embraced it and he's, he's having fun with it. All right, thank you.